This is the Man in a Room podcast. Do you know, I have one of those days where you're thinking, do you know what? If someone kicked me up the ass right now, it wouldn't make me feel any worse. Because it's one of those days you want to just write off and be like, do you know what? Sod that for a game of soldiers. Hello and thank you for joining me for this episode of Man in a Room. How is it going? Ugh. I tell ya. So, um, I've had trouble with my bike for absolutely ages. I bought it a couple of years ago. It's one of those electric hybrid bikes which basically assists people pedaling and all that kind of stuff and since day dot it's been a pain you know and more recently it's gotten worse like it's just i think because of its age and just in general just i think i'm maybe i'm gonna be honest i think i might be to blame for some of it i think i'm a bit rough with it it's not really built for my style of cycling as it were and i knew something was up soon because the chain fell off it i was like oh, okay so the chain falling off it is a bit of a strange one because it's a general that doesn't really happen so I was like, right, I'm going to plan ahead. On my next day off, I'm going to spend a day just basically sorting it out. Because I, I, I can hold me on when it comes to bicycle repairs. I'm not like a, like a genius, very, very, very knowledgeable person about bike repairs. But I can hold my own. You know, I can understand the general, what I need to do to try and repair a situation, you know. And um, I thought, right, next time, gonna next day off, I'm going to do that. So anyway, uh, the next day I was like, right, here we go, off to work. Left at about 8 o'clock in the morning. It takes me about 10 minutes as a rule to get to work. So on my way there, I always the same route. It's always the same route. And uh, I then heard a And then I noticed that my tyre was completely flat. I thought, oh, good, a puncture. Great. Now, punctures are a pain in the ass. Because if it's on the front wheel, it's not so bad because it's not difficult getting the front wheel off. But the back wheel is more of a pain in the ass. And of course, it was the back wheel. And I thought, oh, good. So I'm on my way to work, which now means that I've got to walk to work pushing my bike. And I thought, oh, good. Okay, so I started pushing it, thinking, you know, oh, here we go. I thought, okay, so on the way back, I thought, well, in my head, I was thinking, okay, so it's, it's quite a, a strong shh. So it's probably a big hole. And I've already punctured this tire quite a few times and repaired it. So I might just get a new tire. So, okay, so I'm going to go to work, get myself a new inner tube. And then I'm going to obviously walk it home. And, you know, just sort of planning ahead what I had to do and all that kind of stuff. Oh, great. It's obviously, obviously it's summer. I've got a baldy head. I don't want to be walking out there in the sun, especially not in like the heat of summer. So I was like, okay, I need to buy myself a baseball cap and all this kind of stuff. Well, that's okay. Um, but, you know, it was, I thought, well, I'm just so happy it was a sunny day. That was the main thing. I was sort of optimistic it was sunny and all that kind of stuff. So not a, not exactly a bad way to spend a day. It's a little short shift at work. It was all right. So on my way to work, I ended up walking past these two groups of lads. Now, um, I don't know if you're familiar with groups of lads, especially if they're like opposing groups. 
they don't always get on, you know. And uh, I was walking sort of behind the ones on, that were walking, and there was another group coming towards them, but they were on bikes cycling on the pavement. Now, that's an issue. You're not really supposed to be cycling on a pavement. And so it basically means that you know, it's basically one of the groups, or well, both groups really have to sort of change their um, their formation so they can both pass. You know, an officer's going to be like a, yeah, I'm a... I'm, I'm the alpha. I'm not going to move and all that kind of stuff. You have to walk in the in the road. You know that kind of. I've you know that's all that kind of stuff. The alpha male nonsense that I've never really bought into. Um, but you know it's a thing. And I was like, oh, here we go. So I was all walking behind. I'm already walking slowly because I'm. I have to try and walk past, overtake these these group of lads because that's you know they're walking slowly and I've got to get to work. So anyway. Um, so then what happened was um one of the the groups the, the the walking ones uh noticed that one on the bikes was looking in their direction. I don't know if they're giving them the eyeball or anything like that. I have no idea. But that's always been a thing, isn't it, for years? Like, oh yeah, what are you looking at? And all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. Um I've never understood that. But it's like a, a form of aggression. Or oh, you you've given me eye contact, you prick. And uh, so the, the 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 fabled call of "What are you looking at?" I thought, "Here we go." I can't be bothered with this. I just want to get to work, and I don't really fancy being behind or so close to a possible fracas or a punch up or a verbal slanging match. And I thought, Do you know what? I need to try and work out a way of getting out of this situation because this is not a situation I particularly want to be in. And, um, you know, with those kinds of situations, it's like, well, what do you actually say? You know, do you say nothing and come across as what is perceived as a, a beta male? Or do you say, you know, yeah, I'm looking at you, you hot, you hot and sexy stud muffin. Is it a time for humour? You know what? What is the actual answer to what are you looking at, um, without causing a problem? So uh, I was like, oh, let's see how this is going to pan out. Just hopefully, just keep my head down and just try and get out of the situation. One of the people on the bikes replied, "Your mum's asshole," and I was like, "Okay, that's a new one." I've not heard that before. I love a mum joke. So I sniggered. I was like, you know, I shouldn't have done it, but I sort of keep it on the down low because I didn't want to know that I was listening and sort of paying attention to what was going on because, you know, as I've mentioned before, I'm I'm like an actual proper adult. I shouldn't be laughing. I, I'm definitely going to be taking part in any of this sort of back and forth. And I was like, oh God, how how's that going to be, you know, how's that going to be taken as a thing to say, like that's that's something else, isn't it? What are you looking at? Your mum's asshole. And then, what I wasn't expecting was the other group of lads. The group of lads uh, that were walking laughed. They all laughed, and then the ones on the bikes laughed, and then I laughed. Like obviously not as obvious because I don't like. I, said, I don't really want to. Be involved. So, yeah, what are you listening at? 
you know, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so that actually happened. I was like, what? I'm, I'm glad I witnessed that. There could have been a punch up, you know, knuckle dusters, chains, all the droogs going at it. No, no. Dispersed with a bit of humor. And I was like, that's fantastic. Um, and I, it sort of gave me a warm feeling in my heart thinking, you know what? Maybe the youth of today aren't that bad. They've got a good sense of humour and they both went on their merry ways and it was fine. I managed to overtake them eventually. Uh, sort of a bit more of a spring in my step because I was like, well, you know, I'm getting going to be late for work. So, uh, yeah, that was, an ex- that was an experience to say the least and I really enjoyed that. Um, and I can't wait for someone to say to me in an, in gr- an aggressive manner, maybe at the pub, maybe in the Garden of a Weatherspoons, I don't know, what are you looking at? And I'm going to say to them, your mum's asshole. And I know that I'm going to be safe from any backlash or anything like that. Because I know that humour will save the day. So yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Anyway. I'll be back after this very short break. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of. In a room you've never been in. So as I said, uh, I got a puncture before I went to work, and uh, so I had my shift, and I was like, oh, I've got to walk back home, it's hot, and I'm bothered, and I really can't be bothered with this stuff, you know, but I thought it's fine, I tried to psych myself up for it, and I actually started to look forward to it a little bit, because I thought, well, do you know what, it's a nice day, you know, I don't live that far away, it can't really be that bad, and maybe it'll give me a new appreciation for the route that I go on every single stinking day because I literally just bomb down it and come back again and sort of don't really pay much attention to it. If I can really, really take it in, you know, because I'm into all that mindfulness stuff, the whole taking everything in, every little detail and living in that moment exactly, smell the fresh air, feel the wind on your face, all that kind of stuff, you know, feel feel the ground under your feet. Proper go for that. I thought, great, you know. And, uh, you know, again, it was a nice day. So uh finished work, got my, my new inner tube and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, right, here we go. Grabbed my bike and pushed it. And I was like, okay, so here we go. Um, bit of a sort of like a towny bit, but that's fine. So I'm going through all that. That's not too bad. I mean, I usually cycle down sort of the back roads and all that kind of stuff. So it's not actually too bad. So I can't wait to get to that point. And I was like, oh, okay, this is all right, isn't it? So I was looking around thinking, oh, I can hear the birds singing. This is quite nice, isn't it? I feel the warm, fresh breeze on my face. And I was like, oh, my arms are starting to hurt. Like holding them in that very specific way, you know, because you have to hold both chains, both chains, both handles. So that's okay. I'll put it down to one and I'll walk with my left hand on the middle part of the handlebars. It'll be fine. It's not easy, but I did it. And I thought, that's all right. Looked at my watch. It's been five minutes. I'm not even really that close already. That's fine. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. It's a nice day. It's a nice day, dude. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Carried on walking. Oh look, there's a hedge. Oh there's there's uh there's blackberries in there. That's interesting. I could probably come back here with the little pot and maybe pick some blackberries, make myself some blackberry jam. Who am I kidding? I'm not gonna be doing that. Oh, what's that smell? Elderflowers. Nice. Right. Come back here with a little pot. 
Maybe uh, get some get some elderflowers. Make myself some elderflower wine or champagne, like my dad used to make. In fact, I remember years ago when my dad actually made some elderflowers, uh, elderflower champagne. Sorry, I, he, he picked a bunch and made this uh, this this champagne. I remember I was actually recording a podcast at the time. Ironically, I've been doing it for that many years, and uh, whilst I was actually recording. One of the bottles exploded, and you can actually hear it exploding on the episode uh, in the background. And um, that is definitely an. Ex- it's funny because I used to have a guitar behind me. It was so loud, it actually started um, vibrate. The strings vibrate. That's how much of a boof it was. And uh, I always remember that elderflower champagne because it's a it, it's a fermenting thing. It would continue fermenting in your stomach. And it would always make me feel bloated and give me diarrhea. So I thought, you know what? I'm not going to come back with a pot with the elderflowers because as much as I like the smell and as much as I like elderflower champagne, it never sits right with me, really. And uh, I'd need loads, and it's beside the beside a road. So they're going to be covered in all kinds of uh, pollution and other stuff that I don't particularly want. And honestly, looking at it, there's not that many, and I have to climb into this hedge, and I don't really want to do that. I thought that's fine, not a big deal. And then I remembered on my way that there's actually a couple of little points where there are these little like viewing points and benches and all that kind of stuff. These little scenic areas where there's like a little bench and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, okay, I thought if I see a bench, I'm going to sit on it. So uh, obviously getting a bit tired because you know I'm I'm pushing this this heavy bike because electric bikes are heavy for some reason. So it's a proper heavy bike. This bike arms are hurting. I'm sweating, it's hot, and I'm bothered. And I'm like, okay, so nearest bench. I found this bench, and it's literally facing... It's like this overgrown area, because I remember knowing that, about this place years ago, but it's overgrown, and it's literally... There's no view. There's so many sort of bees and wasps and flies. Sort of, I thought, do you know what? Probably going to give that a miss. They're not really in the mood for that. Gnats and all that kind of stuff. I love summer and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me wrong. But so do the bugs, and bugs, they bug me quite significantly because there's just so many things around, specifically flies. I don't see the point of flies. Flies are the most pointless thing ever, and I'm sorry, fly fans, if any fly fans out there, but flies are rubbish, okay? They want to hit you in the face, they they buzz, and, you know, they, they walk on shit and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, not all flies are like that. Well, they do. They, do. they feast on shit. And bad things, and like dead bodies of seagulls, and the eyeballs of like, like roadkill rabbits, and stuff like that. And it's never pleasant. And I thought, Do you know what? I'm not going to sit here. Probably not going to sit there because I don't know what I'll be covered in. Just, you know, I'm hot and sweaty. I might just, I, you know, I'm just going to power through, going to go home because, you know, I want to I wanna get home. And uh, so I thought, fine, power through. Walked a little bit later on. It's actually not too bad. Started walking beside the river. Sort of the nice warm breeze from the river. The smell of the river. And all that kind of stuff. It was actually really, really nice. It actually weren't too bad. And, um, you know, it, uh, on my way back, actually, there was a couple of cyclists. They stopped. And they went, have you got far to walk? And I was like, oh, you know, like another five minutes, maybe. Oh, okay. So I have got a punch repair kit in my bag if you want to repair your bike. And I thought, isn't that nice? Isn't that isn't that nice that someone, you know, a fellow cyclist was all like, I can help you if you want. And I did turn them down. Um, 
mainly because I thought well, I, was, I still have got a new inner tube because you know it's a, it's a it's a big puncture and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, and I don't know who those people were. And then I thought about it, I thought, well, those they were just meddling people, really. I was just minding my own business, walking down this road. And they were like, they want to be all superior and be like, oh, haven't you got a puncture repair kit in your bag? What are you, some kind of cyclist loser? I thought, that's just spiteful. Yeah, there's no need to be all, all like that, really. You're getting up in my face and being like, yeah. No, that's obviously not what happened, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just being silly uh, about that. Obviously, that's not what they were doing. It's actually very, very sweet, and I actually do appreciate them whoever they are they aren't listening to this because no one does and um yeah it's actually uh so i got home i was like okay looked at my watch half an hour like i say it took me 10 minutes usually so it's half an hour and do you know what it's uh it i, I, th- I thought that i would perhaps appreciate my cycle route a bit more than i did before but it turns out that I'm not really missing much on those days. I'm just whizzing past. Really, the only thing I've I, I know now is that it's three times quicker for me to ride a bike. And uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, got back home, start trying to change the uh, well, change the tire. It's actually quite forward and straight. You know, it's, it's, it's quite easy, quite straightforward, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, fine, I can do this, no problem. Thought that's fine. This afternoon, I'm going to be repairing this bike. Here we go. And then it dawned on me as I changed the tire. I put the I put the uh, you know I put the wheel back on, and I noticed that it was wobbly. But why is it doing that for? Turns out that when I punctured my tire, whatever punctured my tire, the weight of me still being on my bike when I was when it's punctured very very briefly. Uh, buckled the wheel and I was like oh okay so I can't do this right now I have to buy a new wheel an entirely new wheel a new wheel I have to buy a new wheel and I can't get a wheel right now I'm just I don't drive anywhere it's okay so uh, yeah I need to get a new wheel or something I looked up wheels and all that kind of stuff and I was like okay Sorry, fifty pounds for a new wheel. Fifty fifty pounds for a new wheel for this bike, a minimum. I couldn't find the actual wheel I needed, but fifty pounds a minimum for a new tire. Now I know I've seen on Facebook Marketplace you can get a new bike for sixty, or well, a second-hand bike that's pretty good, top t- tip-top condition for sixty. So I thought myself, right, do I just write off this bike because I've had it. This bike is the biggest pain in the ass I've ever had. It's been nothing but trouble. It's almost like a curse, an albatross around my neck, no less. This 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 uh, bike. Do I just exercise the demons to get a new one? Yes. So that's what I've done. I got a new bike and all that kind of stuff. However, I uh, turns out I couldn't get it straight away. This bike. So, you know, it's going to be uh, a good couple of days of walking to and from work, but that's fine. I know where there's elderflowers. I know where there are benches. It won't take me long. I had to leave a bit earlier, but it'll be fine. But yeah. Yeah, so that's a definite experience. You know, from one punctured bicycle tyre to having to walk to and from work. But at least on the plus side, new bike. So yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining me for this. I hope you enjoyed it. I'll be back again next week for more of this crap. So until then, take care of yourselves. 
and each other. If you enjoy the show and want more content, such as bonus episodes and live streams, head over to patreon.com slash maninearoom and sign up for as little as a pound a month. You don't have to, but I'd appreciate it. <laughs>